0: Uh, it does look very good. You be for hello, hello, and welcome to Release It Podcast, where our motto is letting go of what holds you back. And so it's me again, Cynthia Haynes, and my co-host, Harold Weaver. And so to this episode, we're going to um, talk about what is real and what is not. And so this Pretty much bounce off of everything that we talked about from the last episode because we talked about meditation. Mm-hmm. We talked about the things that you meditate on. Mm-hmm. We talked about being intentional, being specific on what you meditated about. Mm-hmm. And so, in this lesson, um, basically, I'm going to tell you the objective is to learn what was the belief that occurred during a traumatic experience and measure its validity. To what really happened. Hmm. And so there's a Bible passage. That says. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. So I, I truly believe that. And so. In this lesson. We're going to talk about. Um, magical thinking. Things that you might have learned. Or been taught to do. To move past. A situation. And. um my belief is that you just can't move past something. You have to deal with it mm-hmm. in order for you to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible talks about being more than a conqueror. And so for me, that means that I have to conquer something in order for me to be more than a conqueror. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to read this quote from this, this um Neuroscientist, which is a lady who um, she studies the, the brain. And so through her research, she states that change in your thinking is essential to detoxing your brain. Consciously controlling your thought life means not letting thoughts rampage through your mind. It means learning to engage interactively with every single thought that you have and to analyze it before you decide either to accept it or reject it. And I believe that's the part we skip. I was about to say something? I was. Go ahead. What part? What do, you,
1: what do you mean by skip? Skip what?
0: No, I was going to. I forgot. You made me lose my thought.
1: Anyway, so basically, we're talking about mindset. We're talking about being able to control, if not majority, most of your thoughts prior to you making a conclusion on what it is you think you saw. Think you heard or think you feel. It's called mindset. If you can control your mindset, you pretty much can control anything else dealing with the brain.
0: True. And So when I was talking about this magical thinking, um, one thing is just forget about it. I'm sure you've heard that. I'm sure you might have even told somebody, just forget about it. Mm-hmm. But it's easier said than done. You really don't forget about it. If you never dealt with it, that means it's always there. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you're just pushing it down mm-hmm. and then you're building some other stuff on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then when something else happens to you that wasn't even similar to what happened because you've been holding on to that old thing, you explode mm-hmm. when you do let it out. So it's going to come back up. So there's no such thing as just forget about it. Or let it go. Or let it go. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. You can let it go once you deal with it. But if you just tell me let it go and not even deal with it, mm-hmm. then you, you're creating more of a problem than anything.
1: Exactly. Basically what you're doing, you're putting it on hold and don't even realize it. Putting it on hold meaning, you know, regardless of how small you might think it was or might even think it is at the time, you're just building, just like pressure to a pipe. It's just building up to be something even bigger and harder to deal with as things continue to deal, the continue that you deal with that's similar or maybe even the same as that that you chose not to acknowledge and deal with at the time. So like pressure to a pipe eventually is going to come out and, Fortunately, if you are fortunate enough, it won't come out on someone else. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it could come out on you, which could damage you even more so than where it
0: started. So I just want you to think of it like this. So your brain, there's different areas in your brain that comprehend different things that goes on in your life. And so when you when you're in a moment where it's traumatic or some type of a crisis that's going on. And let's just say, even when you're angry, your brain, there's a fight or flight that your brain goes through. And so normally, on normal circumstances, your brain comes through one part, you, you accept, you receive a message, you process the message, and then you have a reaction. But when you're angry or when trauma happens or crisis happens, that process part gets skipped. So it comes into your brain and then you automatically react. And so the process part is skipped and it's in that part that's got skipped where your your thinking is skewed and you believe something that happened that actually didn't happen because you didn't process it. Or happened the way you thought it happened. Or happened the way you thought it happened. Exactly. And so um, here's another one. Give others a piece of your mind, right? Accuse or blame while negative feelings are still intense enough. Well, you giving them a piece of your your mind, but guess what? You still haven't dealt with what was it that made you so mad.
1: Because
0: it could have been something that was totally opposite, like what Harold said. They might not even been saying what you thought you heard. So a lot of times, I know even in me and Harold's conversation, he'll come back to me and say, so what I think I thought you said was... <laughs> And 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 that's good because a lot of times what he's saying that he thought I said, I didn't even say that. So then it makes me have to go back and say how am I communicating what I'm trying to get across? So I might be saying it wrong. I'm understanding what I'm saying cuz I know what I'm talking about, but I'm trying to get another person to understand what I'm saying. So even in doing that, it might not sound it might sound mechanical when you first start doing it, but guess what? It's helping you to process Make sure you're getting the, the right information in the first beginning.
1: We also again still talking about mindset and having that open mind to understand that other people are not thinking like you and other people are not gonna speak like you, talk like you, or understand like you. So without that 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 space of an open mind to accept whatever it is that you're dealing with and not feel that like it's wrong or not feel like it's negative right off the bat. And that's where you are able to be closer to succeeding with it or closer to getting through it, getting past it, and actually getting over it, but have dealt with it to get over it. Because until you deal with it, you haven't gotten over anything.
0: Right. And also I have courage to ask the question. Mm. What what are you saying to me? Because this is what I'm hearing. Right. Ask the question. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying that's how that's communication. Mm-hmm. That's called communication. Don't act like you got it when you really don't. Ask the question. Don't assume. That's one of my pet peeves right there. Don't
1: assume. The last thing you want to do is assume, especially when you're dealing with people that you really don't know. Even with family members, even with um, your better half, don't assume. Just ask the question. A question not asked is a question not answered. And anything in between is assumption. Yeah. So
0: I'm going to talk about Two deadly forces that work together. It was discovered through research and actual case studies that thoughts carry more power, activity than sound waves emitted from a radio or a television station. And thoughts are very powerful, but words are even more powerful. So think about that. What words have come out your mouth? You know, they used to have a friend, a a, a, a phrase that says, "Sticks and stones may hurt." But words will never hurt me. Break my bones. Where do you get that? Sticks of, what I said? Sticks and Some stones, stones mate. Break my bones. But the words will never can hurt me. Okay. And that's a lie. <laughs> because words do hurt. Yes, they do. And guess what? They carry. They, they, they transform with you. As you grow, if somebody told you you talk about stories from people that have been in elementary and they said that that elementary teacher embarrassed them in class. And now they have a fear of speaking in front of people as a grown adult because of what that word that was said to them. So that was a lie. That's that mythical thinking that we're talking about. So what I would like for you to do, an exercise I would like for you to do is I want you to, um, at some point, I want you to get a piece of paper And I want you to sit in a quiet space and I want you to say, spirit of truth, show me the lie that I've been living. Show me the lie that I've been believing for all these years. Show
1: me something that just might not be real.
0: Yes. And then once the spirit reveals it to you, ask them to speak truth to you about it. Mm -hmm. What was the truth? Mm -hmm. What was the real truth? That I should have been believing. So, you know, we're moving to perception. And so perception, all this stuff leads up to perception. Because what you're hearing, what you're believing, what you're thinking, it uh, directs your perception. Right? And so if your perception is already screwed, then everything you're receiving is going to be, it's just as screwed. So I'm gonna give an example of a um, of a school teacher. It was this is a true story. So there was this lady at a high school, um, and she um, regularly would go in her classroom and put her books down and open her desk drawer for pencils and other things, and then she would begin class. And so the students decided they were gonna have some fun, and so what they did was they put a rubber snake inside the teacher's um, desk. So when she did her usual thing because of the movement of the drawer, the rubber snake wiggled. And so she thought it was a real snake and she screamed and she fainted and she had a critical heart attack. This is to show that rubber snake, even though it was fake, as long as she thought it was real, then that's what her perception was. That was her reality. It became real. real. And something that simple and that small turned into this thing that happened that was traumatic. So how many things are you thinking that you saw Mm -hmm. that really is not?
1: Mm -hmm. That's your question. Or you dealt with that you thought was real. That really wasn't.
0: So what you see in here can be misleading. And that's why we said don't assume. Mm -hmm. Don't think you have it Mm -hmm. when you really don't. Ask the question. Mm -hmm. And you might be surprised. Look,
1: Look for that clarification. Especially when you're not sure. Why not? let me sure what's the
0: right' Patience is what
1: a virtue a virtue yeah. yeah you remember that one <laughs> look at you
0: <laughs> so the question is how many family relationships how many friend relationships was destroyed because of a perception that was wrong or because of a thought that you thought was real and it wasn't let's think about that. Right. You'd be surprised
1: how many people perceive something to be what it's not. Hmm.
0: So um, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, I have a picture of a, a cat looking in the mirror. And so this can go two ways. So on one side of the mirror, the cat looking in the mirror, he sees this lion. So he sees something. So that means his perception of himself is that he's big. He's bad. But then you turn that mirror around and you look at the lion that's looking in the mirror and he sees this kitten. Um, Right. Which is actually opposite to what that lion's role is. And so I'm reminded of the odds and in the odds where the lion was lacking courage because something happened that shook his thought of himself that made him feel that he was cowardice. People see him and they're afraid of him because he's big and he looks like he should be something you should be running from by perception when in actuality, he was running from them because he was scared. So um, that's a good example. So um, that's what this this um, session was about, is about your perception and trying to gather these things that could be hindering you from moving forward in life. And so um, I wanted to give an example of something in my life that um, I believe to be the truth in actuality, it was it was a lie. So um I got one. I'm I'm a I'm gonna talk about me and my sister. And so I was in this particular class where they made you examine um certain beliefs that you had in your life. And so um, we had to exercise where we had to ask the 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 spirit to show us something that we that had been hindering us in our life that we were believing that wasn't true, and so um, the thought that came to my mind was it took me back to when I was a little girl. I had a lot of thoughts as a little girl. So it took me back to when I was a little girl and I was eight. And so me and my sister are eight years apart. So for eight years, I was the first born, I was the first grandchild on both sides of the family. I was the first with everything. So I was spoiled, right? I thought I was it. And so my mom decides she wants to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so here comes my sister. So I had this one uncle, he was um he was 12 years older than me. So he was a teenager at the time. And so he would always pick on me all the time. So he was the baby boy in the family. And so this one particular incident, I remember we was waiting on my mom to come back with the baby. And my uncle said, you know, you're not the favorite no more, right? You know that since this baby coming home, Ain't nobody going to pay attention to you. Wrong for
1: that.
0: <laughs> so not knowing it at the time, this thought had been going in my mind mm-hmm. from, from going from eight to, to, you know, graduating from from um high school. I've always had a certain feel about my sister. And a lot of times my sister would get away with a lot of things. So that thought was already lingering in my head that, I was replaced. Mm. And so I felt like whatever I did, I was always in trouble, but they made excuses for her. Mm. And so growing on in life, going on in life, you know, I would always have something negative to say about my sister because I always heard something about my sister, even until I was grown. Yeah. And so this particular, um, in this class, that thought came back to me that my uncle had put, planted that seed in my head. And so I had to for one repent. And ask God to forgive me because I basically had a um resentment against my sister. Did you
1: realize that it
0: I, I didn't realize it. I always knew that I had um I, it would anger me so so much that she just got away with so much stuff. Even even though I was full. So once again
1: you had a traumatic but didn't realize how severe it was mm-hmm. until you
0: got up in age mm-hmm. Because I kept trying to figure out why I was placing, I guess I basically had a judgment against my sister that she was just screw up and that she pretty much um, could just do whatever and the family was just going to allow wow.
1: it. So after asking God for forgiveness, mm-hmm. what exactly did you do next to get, Past it, or better yet, have you got past it yet? or let me let me let me stay on let me stay on point. Okay. Have you dealt with it
0: yet? Yes. At that moment, mm-hmm. I dealt with it. So mm-hmm. once God showed me what I was believing, mm-hmm. which was that I my I was second class now mm-hmm. compared to my sister, mm-hmm. I repented for all the like I said all the negative, negative yet yeah, the, the imminence that I had on my sister. I forgave that. And then I also had to forgive my uncle, who didn't know any better. He was just fooling around. I had to forgive him for planting that seed in my head. And then I asked God to show me what helped me to be able to to move past it and love my sister the way that I should love my sister. And so that was my my working point at that point, turning point, because then God... Showed me what the truth was was that she wasn't coming to replace me, you know, and whatever my uncle was saying was was definitely not, not the truth. Perfect. Yeah. Um, did you ever did you ever have a conversation with your sister
1: concerning this? Did she ever have any idea um, what was going on and whether or not what she was perceiving to be to be real as well? In other words. If you can remember back, do you think that she felt anything in reverse on how envy you were at the time? I
0: don't know.
1: Or you were just that good at it? She did not
0: have a clue. <laughs> my sister loved my... <laughs> she was always following me around, whatever I did.
1: So she even just... though you had this yeah. against her, yeah. she still idolized you? Yep. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Cause I never mistreated her. Right. It was just my thoughts about yeah. her. I, I never, I never put it out, I but I would always have this, this thought that I was just having by myself. Your perception was locked
1: in. Yeah, yeah. And you he decided, hey, this, this got to Yeah. got to change.
0: Yeah. But this thing right. It
1: don't feel right. But that not be right, right? Yeah.
0: No? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. So. Going well, to do it. Yeah. He will. So you know, like I said, I was good and grown and, and had, had not even known. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I hope this helped you guys. Absolutely. And uh, I just wanted to, uh, so once again, the, the, uh, to send us an email is uh, releaseitpodcast at gmail.com. So any questions, anything that you would like to uh, request or talk about, that's how you reach us. Mm-hmm. And so I want to end the show, but I want Harold to talk about his we'll business. Do that
1: next week. We will do that next week because we want everybody To share this broadcast with their friends, their families, and their foes. Bring everybody you can next week. We got something special for you. We got something special for you. Until next week, y'all. Cynthia. (laughs) Cynthia.